0: Welcome to Madlit Musings, a podcast with Jamie Jo Wright, where we go deeper and ask the tough and dangerous questions. Interested in jumpstarting your writing with a short workshop, but live and virtual in person with a best-selling author? Join Jamie Jo Wright at madlitmentoring.com where you can register for her upcoming classes, The Ins and Outs of Writing. And how to prepare a query, some real basics that will get you started. Join us at madlitmentoring.com. Hey, everyone, and thank you for joining Madlet Musings. I am excited. I'm always excited. Every podcast, I'm excited. But today we have Susie Mae Warren with us from the, what I hear is not so warm, Florida.
1: Yeah, it's not warm. It's 55 degrees, which I know it seems like really warm to you because like you're in Minneapolis or somewhere around there yeah, and it's like yep. yeah, like nine minus five or something. So I totally get that. But like you come to Florida, you're supposed to be warm. So you know, right. we're, we're 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 suffering. We're really suffering down here. Send you a I'll send you a Thanks. Thanks. Little little nose warmer would be fabulous. Be Thanks. Great.
0: <laughs> oh man. So speaking of sun, you have a new book out called sunrise yeah
1: yeah they do actually it's, yeah it's so lovely it's actually set in alaska which is you know in darkness right now actually no it's probably late now in alaska it's starting to get really late because this winter is dying in alaska and going to spring but anyway Oh wait, maybe not. It's February. I forget what time of year it Last is because it, it looks like June out here. Like I'm, <laughs> so I'm, I'm like, it's worse. You come down to Florida from in from Minnesota, and you're used to darkness. And so then you get here, and you're like, oh, it's light. And then the sun goes down at like six or seven. Oh. and and in a Minnesota in the in the winter in the summer, the sun goes down at ten. So mm-hmm. you're like, you still like having these great evenings where you sit out in the deck and you, you know enjoy the sun. And then it goes down at six, and you're like why we well, should go to bed but actually it's still six you know so it's very confusing down here sure. so you do you yeah. think it's like summer the whole time so it's, it's it's confusing so anyway yes I have this new book called Sunrise set in Alaska it's actually the first of a trilogy so three book series they all come out this year which is really exciting so nice. kudos to Ravel for working so hard to get them all out this year we've all been working our little behinds off trying to get this book out you know just editing and proofing and all the things so good job them um very excited about this this is a series that um was a, a kind of a reader requested series so many years ago i wrote a smoke jumper series and the smoke jumpers went to alaska and they stayed at this particular ranch which is the sky king ranch and there was bush pilots there and there was a girl named lark and she mentioned she had three brothers right. and they were all in the military and so So I had lots of readers that wrote to me and said, please write about the brothers. And I said, I will. So I wrote about these three brothers, they're triplets. They're all in different branches of the military and they've all been gone for a good reason. For 10 years, they had a big event that happened in their family and all three brothers left town. And so we explore that event. And one by one, the brothers come home because and we find us out in the first chapter but the dad has had a a plane crash, he's fine. Kind of, and uh, they have to come back and figure out what to do with the bush pilot service. But then, of course, there's problems, and they stumble into maybe an international plot that they just might have to save the day, use their military skills to, you know, <laughs> save the world, kind of thing. So, anyway, it's a very fun story, very fun brothers, and um, lots of lots of intrigue. And if you love epic romantic adventure, you're you you know, this is just chock full of all sorts of stuff from grizzlies and blizzards oh. to you know running through the woods to, you Love know it. all sorts of stuff yeah it's it. well
0: you sold me out of Alaska so <laughs> you
1: didn't <laughs> even <laughs> have to give me the
0: rundown of the rest of the synopsis <laughs> <laughs> I was like I'm right, right, running out to buy the book um <laughs> so which military branch is represented in this book
1: so Dodge was a army flyer so he's a helicopter pilot
0: I yes. have a penchant for the army because my entire family's army. So,
1: yes, well, my husband was army, okay. but my son is navy. So, we have oh. a little fight going yeah. on in our family. Yes, oh, exactly. Yeah. So, That's what but he- yeah, they are. <laughs> So, but, um, so he's a, but he's also, a, so he's a helicopter pilot, but he's also a uh, plane, airplane pilot. So he, so he flies both. So he's come home and he left 10 years ago when the woman he loved betrayed him. i not going to say anything else about that because there's more to that story, but she betrayed him and he was just completely destroyed comes home has no desire to see her doesn't even know where she's at comes home and discovers that she's still in Copper Mountain this little town that he's from and she's you know sort of waiting for him pining for him desperately wants him to forgive her and he has no desire to do that and so the story is really about forgiveness but he ends up you know he shows up and immediately something happens with her her name's Echo and she's a park um, guide, so she she guides people into the into guides park rangers actually into the wilderness, and they do also especially researchers. Okay. So one of her researchers goes missing, um, and so she goes into the bush to find them. And when she goes missing what can Dodge do? I mean, Uh, at that point, it's you have to go look, you have to go look for her. Right. So it's, it's a, it's, it's a very fun story about reunions. And then what do you do with betrayal? How do you forgive? Where do you find your, how do you find your way back? That sort of stuff. So it's, it's a lot of fun.
0: So that's a good segue because you mentioned betrayal. And I think that's something a lot of us have faced in our lives. I mean, I know Mm -hmm. I have, Um, I went through Mm -hmm. a whole year where it was like betrayal, betrayal, betrayal. And you you can Mm -hmm. come out either really bitter or you mm-hmm. can come out having grown, or something. So tell us a little bit about the story of betrayal as much as you can without spoilers. But then also take us into, you know, your own thought process of how that plays into our lives as sure.
1: So yeah, the story is about betrayal. Um, I myself was betrayed really p- badly about four years ago. And it just, it it. I often think about that as the last thing that happened to Jesus before he went to the cross was he was betrayed by Judas with a kiss, no less. And, and so then he went to the cross having been betrayed by him and everyone else. And just how, then he hung on the cross and he said, please forgive them, they don't know what they do. You know, and you're like- how, how does that happen? You know, because betrayal is so insidious, it just cuts inside you. And it tells you that you're not worth anything that you're, you know, why, why would you think that you, you know, were deserving of not being betrayed, you know, it just kind of tells you all these lies. And if it sits in your heart, you're right, it, you can become really um, jaded and angry, you can stop trusting people, you can it can just affect all your relationships, because you think everyone's going to betray you. And it hurts so much that you don't want to ever get yourself into that situation. And so that's kind of where my, my character Dodge is, by the way, my three boys are named after their father's cars. So we Dodge, we Dodge, Ranger and Colt. (laughs) Anyway, so Dodge comes back and he's like, you know, she betrayed him and she, and he has sat with that for years. And, but then we find out that she herself had been betrayed by her mother years ago. And so she, you know, that, that created a cycle in her life where then she was like well I'm not worthy to be loved and all that kind of stuff and so then she betrayed someone else and I think that happens when people have that brokenness inside of them if they don't deal with it and and learn to forgive and really forgiveness is the only antidote right so you have to you don't forgive I've learned this you don't forgive for the other person because they may never know like they betray you they like walk on they don't even know the destruction that they left in your life right but you know and forgiveness is for you. Right. And so forgiveness starts the healing. It starts the letting go. It starts to let truth into your life where you can go, no, I'm, I'm a good person. Um, you know, I'm redeemed. I'm loved, whatever. And I didn't deserve to be betrayed. And, but that doesn't matter. They betrayed me anyway. I released them up to the Lord to deal with or whatever. Um, I just forgive them and you know that's something that you have to do over and over and over again but that begins the healing in your life right so people that hold on to betrayal I get it because I would you know it's you know you're so angry and you just want to be like I deserve this anger because you probably do but at the same time it's only it's only eating you they say that you know um, I'm trying to remember what the saying is but like when you hold something against someone it's like eating the poison yourself but expecting them to die you know oh, yeah so, that's sound yeah yeah. yeah. Right. Like, and I'm sure I, I, I murdered that, but the point is, is right. that that's how it feels though. When you are betrayed and you just yeah. harbor that, then it's like, you're the one that's getting hurt, not the other person. And so, so my story really explores betrayal and forgiveness and what forgiveness can do. And, and it doesn't, it's not tried about forgiveness either. Forgiveness, when someone betrays you, forgiveness, isn't a one-time thing. Yeah. It is a constant all the time, taking your thoughts captive you know, refusing to harbor vengeance, you know, releasing them in forgiveness, you know, and that whole thing is constant, you know, and you have to constantly fight it because Satan wants to get in there and wants to tell you terrible things and you have to fight that, you know? So yeah, it's, it's, it's a fun story, but it really is about, um, the deeper places of brokenness and how brokenness can either incinerate you on the inside or lead you to healing and grace.
0: Absolutely. And betrayal is such a, it's such an intimate offense.
1: Mm-hmm. You
0: know, there's, there's lots of offenses in the world, but that one is specifically intimate. And I think mm-hmm. what I've always struggled with is how do you reconcile? So this is your next question. You, you can be mm-hmm. profound here and teach me something. How do you reconcile justice and forgiveness? Because so often with betrayal, there needs to be justice to correct the wrong. And I feel sometimes that has to come first and then you forgive.
1: Yeah, so that's a really great question and something I went to the Lord about because I was so terribly betrayed and then lied about. And so I, you know, to people that I loved and of course they didn't believe it and they came to me, but just the fact that someone lied about me was so brutal. And so I started praying about it. And the Lord said a couple things to me. He says first of all do you trust me for me because it says in the bible vengeance is mine saith the lord you know and i am a god of justice he is a god of justice and so even though you know he forgives there is a justness there because jesus went to the cross to pay for our crimes and so it's not like we just got off scot free there was a price to be paid so god said do you love me a lot enough do you trust me enough for me to have to me to have the justice and Can you live with the fact that you may never see justice on this side of heaven? Mm. And I was like, wow, I will never, I will never see that justice. And there are many, many people that will never see that justice. And to this day, I've never seen that justice. But I didn't have to have justice. I kind of learned that I didn't have to have justice to forgive. And here's why. Because the third thing that that I that Jesus said to me was, love is from heaven forgiveness is from heaven and you don't have to actually do the loving and the forgiving you just have to be a vessel to let it pour through you and when that when i got that i realized oh it doesn't have to come from my strength i can just whew, Release it and be like, I forgive you in the name of Jesus Christ. I love you in the name of Jesus Christ. And what that looks like, I don't know. But here's the thing I'm a soldier in the Lord's army and I will do what he tells me to do. So if he tells me to be kind to you in the face of that evil, I will because I don't belong to you and this evil. I belong to the Lord. And so that to me was my freeing place because I put myself completely in the hands of the Lord and I said, because I knew I was going to see this person again. And I said, I will do what you tell me to do because I know that I will not be responsible for my actions if you tell me to do it. And so that was my big thing. I didn't trust myself. I had a lot of, you know, you get these things where you're like a thousand things you say to that yeah. person in the shower while you're, you know, yeah, oh, I, I got a whole book, right, a whole, right. <laughs> and then I realized I didn't want to be held responsible for all those things I wanted to say. Yeah. What I wanted to do is to just listen and. And obey and say what the Lord wanted me to say, and so I, I've I've seen this person probably four times or three times since the since that terrible betrayal, and every time I've just listened, said, and walked away with peace, knowing that as far as it depends upon me, I have lived in peace with this person, and I've showed them grace and love, and it wasn't it wasn't my it didn't come from me. Right. It came from the Lord, right. and that gave me great peace because if it was up to me, there would be a, probably a fist going into their face.
0: So I, feel you, I feel you on that. And I think a lot of people probably feel you. So how do you, or, or what are some steps that we can take mm. to get to a point? Because it, obviously it's a process. So right. what are some steps that we can take to get us to that point of, of submission to forgiveness? With. Oh yeah,
1: that's great. So the first thing I did was I knew that Satan was attacking me with lies because he, you know, it, funny about betrayal, it always hits you. And the thing that matters the most to you. So I had a girlfriend that recently got betrayed by someone she loved as well, or she cared about. And the betrayal from that person was the one thing that she cared about the most. My betrayal was the one thing that I cared about the most. And so Satan used it to say, you know all the lies about that one thing right you're not a good person you don't deserve love you're whatever whatever right so the first thing i did was i fortified myself with the truth okay. so sometimes i would turn on my praise and worship music so loud that i would not hear the the lies in my head okay. i fortified myself with the word so i would read my bible i would pray all the time I got my friends to pray. And then finally, I would rebuke, this sounds crazy, but I would rebuke the lies in the name of Jesus Christ. I'd say, that's a lie. I rebuke it. Here's the truth. And I put up all truths. I put up verses all over my house. Everywhere I looked, I saw a truth. So that was my initial warfare, right? Then once I got to that, down to that place, I did, so I I did go to a spiritual counselor because I was trying to figure out how to do it. And this person said to me, write down the things that you want to say because they 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 matter they're in your heart so i started keeping a journal of the things that i wanted to say and then he said now flip the page and say what does the lord want to say to you what does he want to say to you what does he want to say to them you know it was like and of course at that point it's my imagination of what he wants to say to them right Right. but but it helped me to see okay this is me this is the truth that the Lord's saying to me and of course that wasn't you know like prayer what do you want to say to me lord I got so much amazing truth from that, but that slowly started me to realize that the Lord cared about my betrayal. It wasn't me alone. He cared and he, and he wanted to hold me in that, but also that I had to trust him for that. So the more I walked that journey of sort of letting my feelings out on the page and praying through them and hearing what the Lord had to say and this sort of thing, the more I started to realize that maybe God had a plan for that situation for them. But most of all, I grew so close to the Lord. It was amazing to me. I'd, I'd always, you know, I had a great relationship with God, but wow. Like, talk about, like, literally, I was like the the woman in the Bible that like grips Jesus's cloak and she's like, I only you know, and she's bleeding, and suddenly she's like, That's me, I'm like dragging along the ground, just take me with you. Right? But, but, I, but I, I grew so close to the Lord, I grew so close to my husband, she was so close to my girlfriend who was praying for me through this whole time. Just that, that closeness made me realize what a treasure that was, and that started to outweigh the betrayal. Yeah. And I stood. that became like gold. And then so as that happened, I was able to start to release Lord help me to want to forgive. Mm-hmm. You know, that's where I started help me to want to, you know, want to. Want forgive. To. Right now I really don't want to. Yeah, no, I had to. That's where I started help me want to, want yeah. to even, because it's like, I don't even want to, want to. And right. so then it was help me want to, and then help me forgive. And then it was the forgiving, the process of that. And I'm still in that process. I would say, although now I'm, I'm, I was even thinking today, how much at peace I am about it. That's awesome. And so, yeah, but it, it is, uh, but it's been four years. Yeah. Four years of active fighting. And there were times where I was like, I'm just too tired to fight. Mm-hmm. And that's when my husband would come in and say, i am fight, I'll fight for you. And then yeah. he would pray for me. So yeah, having that team, being yeah. in the word, filling yourself up with truth. Those are the tickets. Those are some
0: good steps. So everybody write those downs, pause the podcast, <laughs> write it <them> down. <laughs> and the one, thing I, the one thing I love about fiction is for people like me who have a really hard time reading nonfiction, I love that we can read a story and see these truths come out in the characters' lives. And um, I just think that's such a great thing. And I love the fact that you said you're part of the Lord's army and then your hero in the book is in the army. And I was just like, that was cool. That was cool.
1: <laughs> yeah. In fact, my it was fun. I have a character who's like the father figure throughout the whole right. thing and he speaks truth and he mentions that to, to Dodge. And it was really, yeah, I don't know about you, but when I'm writing a novel and I'm like, okay, I need the deeper elements, I start to pray. And then it's sort of like the Mm-hmm. The Lord gives me all these little nuggets, you know, and stuff like that. So yep. for me, this, this whole series was, it was kind of a big healing series mm-hmm. uh, for me because i got so many truths about, truths about that. So
0: yeah. and I love the title being sunrise because it is a new beginning when you have forgiveness mm-hmm. and you're able to look at past wrongs and they may not be corrected, but you, mm-hmm. can,
1: you need to walk forward into a new day. And so it's really cool. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah, it, it is. It is really cool. So this next one is called sunburst. Okay. And it also is thematic. And then the last one's called Sundown. And it also is thematic throughout love this whole thing. So yeah, love it's it. very fun.
0: So everybody needs to rush out and get the first book and then pre-order the others. And I like that they're coming out this year because now we don't have to wait. Nope. and you're known for hunky heroes so anybody out there listening you're going to get hunky <laughs>
1: heroes yes, Trust me.
0: read yes. them love them
1: <laughs> hello gotta have them they're all patterned after my husband though you know so that's it's really easy i just have to look over and go mm, right. oh, you've okay got, you've
0: got natural inspiration right there <laughs> i do i do <laughs> so how do readers find your books find out more about you connect up with you etc
1: Oh, sure. So I can go to SusanMayWarren.com and all my books are there on my website. Um, I'm on Facebook um, at Susan May Warren Fiction, and I'm on Instagram, Susan May Warren Fiction. And that's, I, those are the places I mostly hang out.
0: All right. Awesome. So SusanMayWarren.com is probably the hub and then everything else branches from, there? from there.
1: Right. Oh, awesome.
0: Right. Well, I really appreciate you coming on. It's not always easy to um, talk more than just your story, but also talk about things that are vulnerable, so yeah. um, I I pray You're that welcome. this will be encouraging to readers and people who are listening to seek forgiveness and seek that healing. So yeah. this was awesome.
1: Absolutely.
0: Thanks so much. Thanks. I hope you get some yeah. more warm weather down there in Florida. Uh, <laughs> I
1: think it's I think it's coming. Don't don't wait for me. I'm fine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, so, it's negative five here. I'm not leaving
1: yeah. for you. I know. <laughs> right So anyway, i was just like crying me a river right yeah, so okay. anyway but okay, no, no, thanks a for a having little me I love, for you. Yeah, a little bit yeah. <laughs> thank <laughs> so. you so much and we'll talk to you
0: yeah. soon
1: okay sounds good
0: <laughs> bye-bye are you a writer wanting to go deeper in your writing and get to the heart of your story Join Christie Award winning author Jamie Jo Wright at madlitmentoring.com where she will take you on an intimate fun and exploration of going deeper the layers of your story the four corners of foundation and more find out how to be mentored by Jamie Jo Wright at madlitmentoring.com for listening to MadLit Musings. You can find out more information about Mad Lit and all that it has to offer at madlitmentoring.com. That's madlitmentoring.com or check out more about Jamie Jo Wright at JamieWrightbooks.com.